1: Is that hard? It's being the person that has the lower libido. I think when I was younger,
0: I struggled with it more because I think I'm just more comfortable with myself and certainly in this relationship that I, I know how to communicate and if I'm not in the mood to like not feel like I'm ruining their life. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to another episode of Awkward Sex in the City. How are you doing? How are you feeling? What is life? Has your summer been good to you? Has it been shit to you? I hope it hasn't been shit to you. I notice when I start these intro outros, I go way, I go, I don't know if it's dark, but I'm just like, how are you? what is happening? Um, I think that's because that's just my MO um, with everyone that I know. I'm just like, hey, hey, I know you said good, like you're doing good, but like, how are you doing? Because I think a lot of times we don't get the option or we don't feel like we have the opportunity to kind of speak the truth of like where we're at right now. Like, to be honest, mm, I had a shitty day yesterday. Um, Received some unsatisfactory news, cried it out, still feeling it now um, in my bones. and that's okay. You know, I think I've said this a million times on the pod, which also, by the way, um, we kind of bypassed the five year anniversary of this podcast. I completely fucking forgot about it. Um, because that's kind of life now. Everything's just moving way too fast and insert that Ferris Bueller quote here. Um, but I think a big thing has always been like, feel, feel the feels, right? Like respect the feelings, deal with them. Because if not, you just implode. If not today, tomorrow, another fucking day. Granted, that's nothing about what the podcast is today. Like, it's not what it's about. (laughs) I scream into the microphone. But it's always like my intros are like my mini pod to like check in on you and honestly myself too. I don't know about you guys, but I talk everything out, out. like everything. If not to Aaron, to myself, like literally out loud to myself. It's just kind of how... I don't know if it's like self-regulate. It's just kind of like I've always dealt with things um, because once you say them out loud, it's either like the power is taken away or it becomes grounded, for me at least. It's not, you know, what everyone does, which is totally fine. Anywho, let's get to the podcast. This episode, I had one of my favorite fucking people in the world, Jen Keefe. I've known Jen for so long. Jen, uh... God, I feel like we met back in like 2013, 2014, like when we were babies. Um, she has toured off and on with me for years uh, on Awkward Sex in the City. She was her first Awkward Sex show, was my two year anniversary show in the city, which is also wild. Like, I'm walking into uh, my 10 year anniversary with the New York City show and um, my nine year anniversary touring. And it's always interesting. Everyone's like, I just feel like everyone's like on the outs. On the outside, it looks like really cool, right? But at the same time, like that's ten years of time, of things not going well all the time, going really shitty sometimes, you know. Um, and it's messy, and there's been so many tears and so many ups and downs, and just a reminder, like things take time, um, but that's okay. And is she saying that to herself a little bit too? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't know. July and August tend to have like a lot of change for me in general. Um, personally, I think, you know, also I'm an August birthday, so that's kind of just, it feels that like it's there, but let me get back to what this pod's about. We talk about everything. Jen just got engaged. We get to talk about engagement because it's fucking iconic. We talk about obviously life. We talk about, you know, porn gets, you know, a smattering of porn, um, but Jen is so easy to talk to you. I love her so much. I know you're going to love her. She's been on the podcast before, but it's been like years since she's been on the podcast. And it's just, I don't know, like every time it's a good time and I can't wait to hear your thoughts and what you think And we'll talk so long So long We'll talk so long from now We'll talk so soon And remember to rate, like, subscribe Download, follow us At Awkward Sex in the City On all the social medias um, We're taking a break touring wise Because summer I just really wanted a summer this year um, I mean we did June which was great DC and Philly like was a great time And then we're starting back up Like end of September um, October For kind of like a west coast uh leg it's gonna be great la seattle uh all these places i'm so excited and then follow jen at hey jen keef k-e-e-f-e on all the socials and go like and follow her and you know she's just a great person with a heart of gold and i'm so glad that i've gotten to know her for so long and sit down with her today. So the first thing I do want to ask, though, is how did you pull off the engagement? Like, ah, how did you do that?
0: Primarily by being a Virgo. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, it was extremely elaborate. Um, let, me t- let me tell you from the beginning. Yeah. Um, so I had never, ever seen I had never watched Real Housewives until 2020. My girlfriend, Melissa, who you know, mm-hmm. um, is a Bravo-holic, has been, you know, since she was like 14, and, you know, we, we had been together six, seven years, or probably like six years in 2020, and she had begged me for all of those years to watch Real Housewives, but I was like, I just I just tune out as soon as they're <laughs> fighting. I mm-hmm. just, I, I, I'm really not interested in it, but, you know. I had nothing else to do in the pandemic. And I watched Real Housewives of New York. It was specifically the first episode I watched was um, for any Bravoholics out there, the Cartagena episode where they are at sea and it's a a yacht ride gone awry and they get seasick and like Ramona shits on a carpet in a hotel. And I was
1: (laughs) I don't even remember that. Do you watch
0: Housewives?
1: Mm, I get this question a lot because my vibe is yes, I do. I have a certain Bravo ones that I love. Like I'm a huge Southern Charm fan. Like, holy shit, lose my mind for that. Um, I was a huge Jersey fan, like the OG cast with like Caroline and like her children and shit. But yeah. I've really fallen off, um, and that's I was okay. I was just told recently there's like a whole new changing of the guard for New York. Like they got rid of everyone. Though Sonia yeah. was fucking hilarious. Like her eyes were always like this, <laughs> and I'm like, mm, okay. Ugh.
0: I love Sonia. Um, yeah, so Sonia and Luann have a show right now on Peacock that's really actually heartwarming. Aww. They have a spinoff. Um, or they go to a town, a rural town in Indiana and like volunteer.
1: <laughs> and oh my it's, God. it's,
0: yeah, it's a great like culture, culture class. <laughs> but um, sorry, I got off topic. Um, so when I knew that me and Melissa wanted to pursue uh, matrimony for tax reasons, um, I knew I wanted it to be stupid, like and <laughs> I wanted it to be so stupid because we're just not like serious people um, when it comes to those I think I think a lot of <clears throat> queer couples sometimes are trying when when it comes to like marriage they really try to be as hetero as possible and like follow every tradition and convention mm-hmm. this is of course not every queer person but is certainly a type that like is in my circle um that like tries to uh, like get down on one knee and there's boats and yachts and it's like you need you get to write you get to make this up there are no rules so I knew whatever we did to get engaged I I I had we had spoke very candidly I wanted to uh, I have no desire to ever get proposed to (laughs) so I would be the one proposing um so I knew it wanted to be stupid. And I got the idea that, oh my God, Countess Luann does this cabaret show. And um, from like 2020 to 2022, she had no shows. And then finally in like January 2023, she announced she was doing shows again. So I went to book the show in New York, but honestly, the tickets were like 250 per person which was which is crazy because i had to the way my my way to surprise melissa with this was uh she works for a for a company uh, a media company we'll say yeah i was like you can't
1: say what company
0: that is (laughs) and it seemed realistic that um through her work she would get like tickets to a Countess Luann show. Mm-hmm. So I emailed her coworkers, the whole plan and I said, Listen, I'm going to be doing this at Countess Luann's show. Let me know if you can go. It was with Bianca, Brianna, MC, Ariana, it's four people. And I said, Let me know if you can make it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to rent a sprinter van because the housewives, whenever they travel to like the Hamptons or anywhere, they travel in a sprinter van. I said, I'm going to rent a sprinter van. I'm going to get tickets for all of us for the show. And you're going to tell Melissa, oh, my God, Luann's publicist is giving us this, like, VIP night with Countess Luann. We're going to, like, meet her backstage. That was my idea. And one of them, I was planning, I have literally got Luann's... um, agents information on imdb and i was going to email her and mm-hmm. tell her i was doing this and you know if they want to do if they want to make a part of the show or something you know that'd be cool and instead i had one of her co who works at a media company send that email so it would luann's you know agent would be a little more responsive to an email from her than from like random old me yeah from it, at it, media com. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly
0: yes. so she sent the email um Luann's team responded they were so down and and so lovely shout out to Samantha Diane Luann's manager <laughs> um and they uh helped they were like this is what we're gonna do there's gonna be a drag queen Hanukkah Lewinsky running the Q&A shout out to Hanukkah and what we're gonna have name. you be it's amazing we're gonna have you be the last question of the Q&A and I said perfect um so yeah, the whole ruse was we were getting on a sprinter van to go to this VIP night um at Luann's Terrytown show, because the New York show was too expensive. So we all went to Terrytown, New York, <laughs> and we're like in this sprinter van blasting like Thiel and Giovanni with like the Zee bridge and the and glistening in the distance. Um, and that's that's how I did it. Yeah,
1: she was really surprised. Were you at any point? nervous that melissa would say no in front of this crowd and in front of Luann. no i was not thankfully um
0: (laughs) yeah i was feeling we had talked about it enough that uh it was gonna be a yes
1: (laughs) okay okay yeah i mean it was the insta stories are spectacular and i can't even imagine being on the other side because it's funny i do think there's a there's a proposer and a proposee if people want to, uh, do that part of life. And I was very clear and very adamant of like, um, I thought I was clear and adamant about it. Cause we had talked about it a lot about like get marriage. Like that was like, obviously a thing we were going to do. And then I was, well, I think one day I was like, yeah, you're going to propose. Right. And he was like, no, like, I thought he was like, he was like, I thought like it was like a feminist thing to not propose to you. And I was like, no, I still want you down on one knee. I was like, do not do it in public. Do not do it in front of people. But I want a proposal. And I think that's the same. Like, it sounds like Melissa was like, I would also like a proposal, please.
0: She said, yeah, but she was pretty... Um, I begged for info. She didn't have a... She couldn't tell me if she wanted a ring until mm. January 2023. She didn't even know if she wanted that. And I, this show was in February 2023. So once she... Gave me confirmation. Yes, I am interested in an engagement ring. I moved very quickly, knowing that this show was like Luann just hasn't been doing them. Mm-hmm. Um. So I I I get that. So she she was, yeah. She didn't even know if she wanted a ring, but eventually she was into it, and and now I'd say she's really into it.
1: <laughs> As so- I'm sure you were when you got like a nice a nice thing. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm a cheap date. My ring in total, the ring and the um, because it was a a package set. So it was like you got Mm -hmm. the engagement ring and then there's like a I'm not even wearing it. I never wear my ring. (laughs) Um, It was like, I think, a total of 500 for both like the the engagement and then like the wedding ring. Yep. Yep. Um, Because I was like, I don't know. Like, I I don't think I need anything. Like, I have no money. Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone spending a buttload of money because what is it? It's like three months salary. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I was nannying in Westport, um, Connecticut, which at... The, oh, yes,
0: those days.
1: Those days. So at the time, it was like the seventh wealthiest co- county in the nation. And let me tell you, it is disgusting. So I, Aaron was like, I need your ring size. Like, I need you to figure that out. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to do this correctly via Google. So I went into Tiffany's because, of course, Westport has a in Tiffany's and they're fucking downtown. And every ring they put on me uh was like 60 grand 80 grand one was like 150 and then like oh my god they will not let you leave they were like we wow. need your email we need your email because they're they they i'm I'm assuming they make a commission they want that sale it was very hard to get them because me you know i mean, i'm such a people pleaser i'm like oh no thank you but thank you so much. maybe i'll think about it like mm, i'm good i just needed that size i just needed to know what the fuck my ring what finger was um and that was a very fun. I think I actually walked in with a Princess Nokia, uh, Nokia T-shirt that said like "Don't um, don't fuck with me," uh, <laughs> and it didn't work. It didn't work. Dang. But the whole like idea of like engagements too and marriage is like wild. And I also have a tax a tax tip for you later, uh, for when you guys do your tax for the first time. Actually, I'll say it now because it's not a secret. Please don't. don't so when you so don't change anything on your actual like work taxes when you guys get married don't save like filing together or whatever you're going to file separately and so because if you do together it's considered one income so all of a sudden you're getting taxed way more because you're considered like in a higher tax bracket got it is it is there
0: that option file I'm sure the listeners will love this conversation. Yeah, I know, right.
1: <laughs> file separately, but you're
0: a married, but you're married, isn't that an option?
1: Yeah, so just file separately. And then so like I like the pers- I use a a company and he was like, "Yeah, we just we run the numbers both ways. Like if you file separately and if you file together, and then we we just give you which one's better, like the better tax bracket or the tax break, whatever. Not tax break. The better return tax rate. there it is the better return that you're gonna get and so when we did it it was like great and he was like yeah this is really great normally it's bad news because people think they're supposed to file jointly uh and really mm-hmm. you should file like separately and then decide once like how you're gonna do it like have options okay we've got engagements we've gotten the tax brackets that's just that's just marriage it's just marriage mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Yeah. So when is the wedding? So wait, wait, I actually did have a question. So sorry. I do want to know when your wedding is as well. Um, <laughs> but you touched on something about how you feel that some like queer couples feel a certain, like a certain pressure.
0: Do you mm-hmm. see that a lot?
1: Because I, as, as um, someone who's in like a very heteronormative relationship, I've never experienced that, but I've also lived a very different, like not queer very queer dating upbringing you know I guess I would I would put like that
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so your question is uh explain the like pressure that I see queer couples like fold themselves into to shape uh these engagement and wedding conventions
1: Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah like it's how do I explain it I mean here's here's one thing like i'm obviously my tick tock is highly curated a lot of niche lesbian shit and um seeing some like weddings on there it's like they're both in white gowns and um they're i don't know what else like i, I can't i can't put my finger on it but it's something me and Melissa talk about is like, you don't have to do this. Like everyone else, like part Mm -hmm. of the, the joy of, of being clear is (laughs) there's no book that you have to follow. Um, And uh, to answer your question, we absolutely do not have a wedding date because like, we don't, we've never, this is never a day that we have dreamed of. And so we have no idea. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah.
1: No, totally. And it's a, take your time being engaged too. I remember, cause we got engaged in 2019 and then COVID happened and it was like, COVID was awful obviously, but it was also great to be like, we haven't fucking planned anything yet. We're not losing out on anything. Like we had a friend that had to reschedule three times for their wedding date Cause you know, this fucking like global pandemic, but weddings are weird. Weddings, Are so dumb in a lot of ways. I've said this a million times on this podcast because I was talking about the wedding a lot last year. Um, Especially in New York, it's so expensive that, like, I was like, you know, I was calling around because we didn't know what type of wedding we wanted yet. We'd end up getting married on the beach. But I tried, uh, do you know Rockaway Hotel?
0: Rockaway Hotel. Oh, did Carolina stay there once?
1: Yes, she did. Mm -hmm. It looks really nice. Yes, I know that they Please. they quoted me and this was not including like a lot of things um 60k and i'm pretty sure because the best part about new york city is they have most places in new york city having nine eleven discount because most people don't want to get married on nine eleven. i know i know I'm looking at my calendar like right now i shit you not it's a real like it's a real thing like so i mean it's not funny but it's not funny but it was also like calendar oh that's a wednesday shoot all
0: right Mm -hmm. that would be a good to know good to know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: but yeah then you get all these fucking quotes for like 60k 50k One was a restaurant 35k and it's not including a lot of stuff and you're just like oh my god this is not worth it and i think i think you and me and a lot of our friends um don't have that need or didn't have that need of like this is like the day like yeah. i never days it's my day like, absolutely no. right absolutely <laughs> like it's a fucking day and like it was a great day and an amazing day it's actually our one-year anniversary so on sunday um Aww. yeah and like wow, that was i feel like wow i know I, flew, I can't believe that i flew the fuck by um and I was like, t- I was telling Aaron and I feel like you took it the wrong way, but I was like, it was a great day, but it's not one of the most important days of my life. Like one of my most important days is the day that I met you, you know, yeah, like that's yeah. the most important. And then once you get uh, married too, you get a lot of people being like, well, what's changed? Like, has it changed? All the boomers are like, wait for it to change. And you're like, mm-hmm. dude, we've been together almost nine years at this point. Like nothing changed. Mm -hmm. nothing changed Mm -hmm. and that's good Mm -hmm. like that i didn't we didn't get married at like 19 and 17 you know like we (laughs) we like knew each other and knew ourselves as much as we could at that time then you grow but yeah Mm -hmm. my dad of all people said
0: um something to the effect of you know getting married is is not a big deal yeah Mm -hmm. especially he's like when you have been together so long you live together like Mm -hmm. it's there's nothing different.
1: Now, I can totally see your dad saying that, too, because he's so dry. And I could sort of <laughs> see him, like, not fully looking at you while he says it, too. I'm just like, you know, it's just it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> but it's true. <sighs> so you guys have been together seven years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Melissa's um. great. It's
0: time. I remember when you just met Aaron
1: mm-hmm. and look where we are now. I
0: know.
1: <laughs> in our bedrooms, recording our podcast. <laughs> um, oh my God. It's so like, if I look back, I'm just kind of like, wow. I was, I, I was a dumb little cunt then. I'm still <laughs> like a dumb little cunt in so many ways, but just like such a child uh, back then, even like when we met too, I think we met, I was uh, 24, maybe 25 young yeah yeah crazy
0: i know i am i would i i've reached out to wait for it okay cupid oh my god to see if i could get my like dating profile from like 2013 but it's like no they don't have it but i would love to see how different
1: um it is compared to like how i feel now Oh my god. Okay, Cupid was such a fucking shit show. Was it you that was like, okay, Cupid was like the Tinder for straight people? Uh, no, or, that wasn't me. Not you know, my joke. Or was it Tinder for for lesbians? I can't remember.
0: But it was like It was it had it definitely had a lesbian bent of all of them. Mm-hmm. And it was before, you know, her um but oh my god, yeah. Okay, Cupid okay cupid the memes
1: i never did good on any of the um on the the profiles i did i remember i signed up for okay cupid i signed up for plenty of fish when i like interned in new york city to try to meet people um i don't know what it is about the vibe that i gave and probably because i never had any like serious pictures but i got really weird people And then one of them, I, I never dated any of them. I never went out on a date with any of them, but I would somehow run into them. So you were on in, in
0: your dating life, in your history of being on apps, you never met up with someone from an app.
1: Never. I, um, I would emotionally use them, uh, and then ghost them. And a lot of times block them because dudes, dudes aren't good with a, Hey, you know what? I've decided like, maybe this isn't the best for me. Uh, and they keep going. So maybe I didn't ghost. I just stopped. No, I ghosted. It was like 50-50. It was like I ghosted or they like couldn't take the no. And I was I'm like, I'm sure okay. they deserve to be. I'm-, I'm sure they never
0: deserve to hear from you ever again. So feel mm. comfortable in that decision.
1: I will say uh, when I was like on Tinder, it was a very like emotionally low part of myself because I just gotten out of like a really, really bad relationship. So I was totally using these people um which is not okay (laughs) and now in my with with age I can say one that I did that and be like apologies um and honestly my biggest fear is that because I don't remember like anyone I don't remember any of their faces remember nothing my biggest fear is that I have run into them or I have interacted with them and had no clue but they remembered Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that's scary yeah, I even ghosted. The first person I was ever actually going to go on a date with, um, I ghosted because that weekend I met Aaron. Oh, see, that was a really important ghost. That was a good ghost. Yeah. Um, I did totally fuck someone, I think, after Aaron's first mine, and first, mine and Aaron's first date. But we weren't official. And we both had that same conversation of like, yeah, no, like I hooked up with someone too. Now we're official. And I was like, cool. Love it. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, how to keep the options open. Of course. How did you and Melissa meet? I don't think I know this story. Or I have forgotten it, which makes me a very shitty friend. No, no, no. Um, we
0: met at a friend's Christmas party.
1: Is this the is this the story you would do on awkward sex that I don't want to say this the um the choice subject matter to not get you in trouble? And this is their vial of blank. Oh no, 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 no. Different different day different day okay but that was a party too because someone brought like vegan like peanut butter cookies or something
0: yes yes that was a different a different time that was um probably around a year before ever meeting melissa okay okay what natalie's referencing i went to a yeah some kind of party It, it was a bunch of lesbians and um the one of the hosts of the party it was her apartment and her roommate was away and she was trying to um set up me and her roommate who was not there and Mm -hmm. uh she was like show me or she was like here i'll show you her room and she brought me into her bedroom and she's like, oh, and there's her. Can I can I say what? Oh my says? god, hundred percent. Okay, okay, cool. She's like, oh, there's uh, there's her vial of coke on the nightstand, and she had like a little tube of of uh, la cocaína on the <laughs> nightstand. And if you know me, like, uh, it's it's I'm extremely boring and not doing a, a lot of recreational cocaine so but I was still desperate and I, I still texted her but that person ghosted me that roommate
1: with the vial of coke she never replied oh my god or she thought she did but then she just said more coke <laughs> you're right you're right which like no judgment like I, <laughs> I do yeah I was like I've never um I talk about coke all the time on the podcast um I do like coke uh it just it. Gets the job done when you need it. Yes, and I say yes, that being like I've done acting. it like four and a half times. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I just like it there. Um mm-hmm. yeah, no, don't ever do Coke. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It wouldn't be my it's not a substance that I
0: I need others. I need to I need to come down. I never need to go up, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's not for me.
1: <laughs> no, and like I feel like uh like cocaine out of like you know the smorgasbord of options we have nowadays it's like it's like a working drug if that makes sense like you're (laughs) out you're partying you know you're gonna be out till four or five a.m you just need something to like pep you up like you're just you're in this is where the marathon, it's like your little, like, squeegee thing that you, like, eat at, like, mile 17. You're like, I got a long way to go. I need something. I love that term, a working drug. It's like America runs on, not Duncan. Mm-hmm. It's cocaine. cocaine. will also make you shit, too, like that marathon. Um, <laughs> Cocaine poops are not fun. Yeah. Oh, God, that's a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of, like, works like a diuretic. And also, I read somewhere that it's kind of cut with... um oh my god what's the word laxative it's cut with laxative oh, sometimes okay yeah okay all right
0: well a psa for everyone out there be careful with the coke that's on the street these days because it's yeah, yeah, on, a, yeah. on a serious
1: note get your um your test strip your narcon is that it where you can test it no narcon is like if something know. happens yeah um, narcan is when
0: you when you when you overdose
1: yeah and then you can like you can test it for is it fentanyl Yes, yeah. Yes, you can test thank you. Real... I couldn't think of the word. For the audience that can't see, I'm just literally dipping up and down with just the, the act of testing your cocaine, <laughs> your
0: cocaine. As, as Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang, the hosts of Lost Culture, used to say podcasts are a visual medium.
1: <laughs> oh, what gems? Mm-hmm. Um, they were on, I was recommended to watch this show called Glamorous on Netflix. I don't know if you've yes. seen it.
0: I haven't watched it, but I want to.
1: It is very bad. But I ate the whole season up. Um, And uh, what do you call uh, Matt Rogers is an episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to watch it. No, I think you'll like it. Have you been watching and uh, just like that? <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, okay. So you're not a fan. You're watching because of Melissa. We
0: watch it because we love the original. Mm-hmm. And we really, we, re- we- we we kind of hate watch it you know like we have to know Mm -hmm. what the episode is we have to see it so we can be able to talk about it but it it really is stunning it is stunning how
1: bad that show is i am obsessed with it
0: (laughs) wait you like
1: it (laughs) yeah i think i do like season one was bumpy season one was like okay but season two i'm like did you watch the last episode uh, no, not yet. Okay, the last episode, I don't know, like, the past few episodes, I'm like, okay, we're hitting, we're hitting the tone, we're hitting the stride, we're starting to really deal with shit uh, that okay, wasn't really good. dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, But I will say this, I can't stand Shay. As a comedian and as a person, I find them very selfish, and I find them to be, well, I mean, we all don't find them fucking funny, they're <laughs> terrible, but, like, I find them to be a very selfish person.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's something that that grinds
0: my gears is that Miranda was such a dynamo. She like mm-hmm. was organized and and like like a, a you know lipstick CEO, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of losing herself in this relationship with Che and and sleeping on like a couch that one night. It's like no, Miranda would not do this and. Why did they? It just it doesn't feel connected to to Miranda the character. It feels like maybe was there a request that it was more autobiographical, um, and, and mm. gave Miranda this this queer story arc. But um, it's it's hard to it's hard to watch because that's yeah she's losing herself. She's losing herself in that relationship.
1: Yeah, absolutely agree. Um, I think you're gonna like the upcoming episode. Uh, okay. And I think, I think we as an audience are going to see, um, uh, what do you call a shift?
0: Because oh, it's true okay.
1: for sure. I think she totally lost herself, which I thought, I thought was interesting for that character too. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and I'm loving also, I love like the gratuitous sex scenes that we never got in Sex and yes, the City. That's been a good thing. Yeah. I'm fucking loving that. And definitely just way more, it's way more open. Like fucking Samantha calling herself a cum slut. I was like, knew it, you bitch. I Uh, knew it.
0: Yes. And like fiddling with the uh, strap on, you
1: know. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't used one yet. I've always wanted to. But I'm not going to lie. I feel like I don't have the like hip strength for it. Like I feel like it's not just core. It's like hip. I'm not going to lie. I definitely make
0: planks a part of my exercise routine because like- you gotta hold a position and definitely at a certain point in my late 20s I was like oh this I can't just do this anymore I need to like train
1: (laughs) no I think that's like I feel so lucky uh not having the penis or the one topping because I don't have to do shit you know when people Mm -hmm. are like sex is exercise i was like really uh that sweat is not mine (laughs) i am laying on my on my belly if i could grab my phone sometimes and just look at tiktok i would i mean (laughs) that sounds really fucked up but like i there's i don't have to do anything you know like they Mm -hmm. they're all doing it unless i'm on top then sure i do like Mm -hmm. being on top like me on them not topping i don't know if that'd be topping i don't think so i mean
0: you're on top of them correct
1: yes I, I would call that topping. Okay, I mean, sure. Sure. semantics, semantics, semantics. Okay, yeah, um, it's whoever is on top is doing the work.
0: Yeah, to- I mean, you make a good point when you say topping. Are you physically on top? I the majority of the time, yes, but I I picture it more as like the person um doing the giving in that moment.
1: Mm, hmm. Yeah, who's doing the giving and who's doing the taking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. Because you could be, like, like I could physically be on top, but the person on the bottom is doing, like, the work. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. If it's not too impersonal of a question, what is your favorite position? Or, like, vibe, energy thing to do? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. What is the vibe? At one point, we were texting many not many years ago, a few years ago, but we were talking about couch sex.
1: You and me texting about this? (laughs) Yes. yes. Oh my God. Cause I was like, I love couch sex. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I don't know how we started talking about it. Um, but I, so a lot of people like jerk off to fall asleep and Mm -hmm. like, I'm not like that. Same. It revs me (laughs) up. Yeah. So (laughs) I appreciate like a, a, um, you know, saturday afternoon or like uh post dinner on a weeknight you know and you know when 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 we are alive and awake and um not about to fall asleep
1: yeah i we're yeah we're very similar we are like morning we're like more i can't remember if we've texted about this and i apologize if i'm just like repeating myself but i i feel like we rarely have sex like right before bed now like mm-hmm. sometimes we will. And I feel like, I feel like when we do have sex at night now, it's more emotional in the sense that, like, this, I don't, I hope Aaron's okay with me talking about this. So we got married on the beach, right? Long story, mm-hmm. there's just for context. So you have to have a permit to get married on the beach. Aaron forgot to submit the permit. So we're okay. days out and long, it never fucking mattered, but they, they made him go through stuff uh, and we never got the permit and it would never was a problem. Right. But like, he figured it out like late at night and I was like, we're good. Like we're good. He's like trying to print this stuff out. We don't have any ink. Like it's such a mess. Oh, There's never any ink. There's never any ink. <clears throat> and uh, I just remember being like, okay, like there's nothing else we can do right now. Like you'll go to Rockaway beach, you know, at like eight o'clock in the morning tomorrow and like go to the precinct. Cause you had to go physically to the precinct and request this permit. And I remember we were just like, I was just, we were like cuddling. Cause I was like, okay, he's, he's had a moment. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I kind of have a boner. And I was like, hurt, like, <laughs> we're good. We can, we can work this out together. Like, I feel like when we have sex at night now, it is more like I had a bad day or like, I need, I need something more than just the emotional connection. Mm-hmm. to kind of, like, level me out. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Aaron, I hope that's okay. Sex. Permit sex. Mm-hmm. sex. Permit mm-hmm.
1: sex. It was such a shit show. Shockingly, New York City cops, Rockaway Queens cops, I remember they were like, yeah, the guy who does them, he's not here. He'll give you a call. It was like, we'll call him Ohulian. Ohulian oh, will call you. And then he called <laughs> him that night. And he was like, yeah, come tomorrow. And he wasn't there. Aaron waited for hours. And I was like, we don't need this what fucking- time did tr- you get there? ah, shit. I can't remember. I never had to go. Like that was, Aaron was like, I got this. I'll take care of it. I don't remember, but it was like, it would have been like the day before and the day, the two days before and the day before that he was like trying, kept going to this. And I was just kind of, we both were like, you know what, whatever fucking happens, like we've got the paperwork showing. We try to do it. If anyone stops us, because we needed a permit because we had a speaker. And so it was like, you can't, if you're gonna like, have volume on the beach you gotta have a permit but nothing no one ever came it was never an issue Mm -hmm. um otherwise that or like we're drunk and then we're like "Ooh, let's be like we were young you know Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah very morning and like weekends yeah
0: we are never morning
1: i mean maybe
0: maybe once a week there's a morning session Okay. but it's always, always a weekend
1: how, during the morning. How, this is such a personal question. How often do you guys say you have like on average per week or like per month or? I will probably need approval for
0: that statistic. Okay. That's totally fair. <laughs> so I'll withhold, um, but we'll say, uh, a range of times a week um, oh my god I'm so maybe impressed bleep, that out. bleep out what I just said but keep in your reaction
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> no that's so great I love that for y'all yeah um, <laughs> you
0: know fighting the the uh, lesbian bed death you know trope
1: <laughs> what okay I. so I feel like I feel like my sex drive has definitely dropped since getting older. Like I was definitely, I and mean, Aaron were actually talking about this the other day. Like he used to have a lower sex drive and I used to have a higher sex drive. Like I would constantly be initiating constantly just like rubbing my butt on his dick to try to just manually get it hard. <laughs> and now I'm like, I feel like I'm so tired all the time. Um, what do you have advice? Like I want to get to more and we've talked about it. And then obviously life gets in the way. Like, will we'll like be family with family for part of this week and then like he'll be gone and then like I've got like work plus like shows and stuff like that but Like what's your
0: I want, I want to stress that isn't that isn't an average like I'm I'm remembering um recently we had a string of like uh we were at a friend's for a weekend we were at my family's and you know we I think we maybe went like probably in, in three weeks maybe once you know mm-hmm. so like it's it def, definitely a, a range so I, I don't want to I'm just, world don't take it don't um I, I am not your your pinnacle of how to be horny all the time that nothing <laughs> is further from the truth
1: um totally and I also but, and don't want anyone to think like you gotta be having sex like a certain amount of times per week. Like it's very personal yeah. and it, everyone's libidos yeah. are different and that's absolutely yes. okay. Yeah. I just, But I yeah. think on,
0: on the, on the, the weeks where the going's good, um, huh? What, what makes, what makes for the going being good? Um, I think just, kind of the normal shit that dictates if you're in a good mood like okay did we did I sleep enough mm-hmm. did I exercise was I eating really late like that kind of stuff making yeah making just feeling feeling energized um because yeah I, I like I said I'm not like a uh, uh go at it and then go sleepy so like I I have to be
1: alert Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm would you say you initiate more or who's like whose libido is higher and again that's a personal question and we do not have to answer (laughs) my partner's is higher yeah is that hard it's being the person that has the lower libido I think in um I think
0: when I was younger I struggled with it more because I think I'm just more comfortable with myself and certainly in this relationship that I I know how to like communicate and if I'm not in the mood to like not feel like I'm ruining their life
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean that does take that takes some learning and especially Mm -hmm. when I was younger there is like, I feel like I was like just talking about this in a podcast. There is all this pressure for sex and there's all this pressure on uh, women in like hetero, I'm only speaking Mm -hmm. for like hetero um, relationships of like, you got to be doing it so often. And then like how, once you get there, that trope of like, once you get married, like they're no longer having sex anymore because they're quote unquote tired. And like the idea that you have to um, break that, like stereotype and and all this stuff like the first that you have to be having like all the sex and then like like what does it mean when you don't want to that much anymore and it's uh i'm really rambling but long story short is that like we're not taught um all the ways to be intimate without being intimate we're just kind of shown this one yeah and we're told like don't do it like because you and me both <laughs> went to catholic school right like you went to catholic school i didn't but i was raised catholic you're raised I catholic so there is this like here it is but never touch it it's weird don't uh let instead of like being like here's all these other ways they're like this is the only way and you can only do it when you've been what married um bringing it full fucking circle uh which i think is another reason why i've never really cared about marriage too
0: Mm -hmm. definitely Mm -hmm.
1: i mean the perfect the perfect description of marriage is in little women with uh florence Pugh
0: yeah uh, such a and, good
1: version mm-hmm. and when Greta she talks, was robbed I know and then it's that scene with um her and Timothy Chalamet uh and she describes it perfectly that it is this uh transaction and mm-hmm. what it means for that person and what it means for the man and I was like yep perfect like mm-hmm. mic drop but yeah Greta was robbed mm-hmm. did you love Barbie I, I saw that you saw Yes. Loved it. It's a delight. Instant classic. Hells yeah. We're we're going on Saturday. I'm excited. So exciting.
0: Where are you seeing it? Union Square Theater. Great. Great. It'll be chaotic. That's great. That's perfect. Is that where you went? No, we went to Williamsburg. Okay. Which was a scene. (laughs) There was a Barbie chant at one point. um, Oh my God. A very responsive audience. and, And we were all in it together. It was honestly very cute.
1: Oh, hells yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to Cobble Hill Theater, not Cobble Hill, um, Court Street, but it was very, it was a very interactive theater, I'd call it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it went, um, it went on a business. And so now there's not been a movie theater like that. Like, that, you want to go see, like, Scream. You want someone yelling at the, like, theater, at the screen. (laughs) Um, So I'm excited. That'll be fun. Great. Yay. Um. Well, this is honestly, it's been a really good episode. We've we've hit all, all the bases. Honestly, it's been a fucking amazing episode. It's been amazing. <laughs> I do always love to ask um, my guests, my friends, if there's yeah. anything we did not talk about that you wanted to. Mm,
0: good question. What did we not talk about? <clears throat> you know, what? something I've been thinking about lately is... I I've realized part of my catholic upbringing not even that but part of sexual shame for mm. me as an ex catholic is for 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 me being a a mask on the mask spectrum mm-hmm. um I was like oh my god i there's so there is virtually no porn showing someone like uh, that i feel like i i look like and not not even Uh my body but just like you know uh, style vibe you know like a mask Mm -hmm. lesbian um and i don't know that kind of clicked a few weeks ago i'm like oh i wonder how that lack of representation you know played into that uh you know Catholic sex shame du jour.
1: Yeah. Like if I don't see myself, then what does that mean? hmm hmm Do yeah. you and so do you feel like there's that was when in the past, or do you feel like now there is more representation? Or even now? Even now. Even yeah. Now. I
0: mean it's there, mm-hmm. but it's 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 crazy. Um <clears throat> like how you have to really search in the no pun
1: intended anals of like the internet you know I think that's a really good point and like I watch like all types of porn I love mm-hmm. I love all of it and but what I find really frustrating with like so my my um porn of choice right now is Pornhub I do go for Pornhub at the moment um but like you have to really search for things that are not like very big fake tits uh squirting um, it's like all like the main page and you have to like be very specific of like, no, I'm looking for like voyeurism with X, Y, and Z. And even yeah. that, they're like, No, I think you want like big tit squirting. And it's like, <laughs> I don't, Ugh. not right now. Like, good for them, not right now. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And then sometimes, like, I don't know about you, but I'll find myself just out of like laziness or like just exhaustion of like, well, let me just Oh, totally. One yeah. of these. Yeah. But I'm trying to really think now, like, I do feel like, well, I'll like Majority of the lesbian porn I've ever watched has always been from the male gaze. I mm-hmm. feel like some of the best, uh, like, lesbian porn is behind, like, paywalls, which, like, yes. it, yep. sh- mm-hmm. it should be. And I should be paying for my porn. I'm not. <laughs> um, but that's, I feel like where majority of it is, too, which sucks. Mm-hmm. But I do, like, not to keep rambling, but I think that's a good point of, like, if you don't see yourself in this medium, it does affect you. You mm-hmm. know, like right. we've seen that in other mediums, not just porn, of how that mm-hmm. makes people feel a certain way. You know, totally, yeah. Tale, yeah.
0: tail as old as time.
1: Yeah, but it's a, uh, it's so important because you know people are, majority of people for the most part are sexual and want to be see themselves
0: mm-hmm. in this as well. Right. Yeah, so that's that's just a little uh a little golden nugget that occurred to me in the past couple of weeks that seems seems like a fit for this conversation.
1: hmm Yeah. No, I'm happy to dive more in that too. Um oh my god, I had something and I forgot it. Um oh my god, so I do this every time. Every time I like could record after work, I forget how like words work. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They're tough. They're tough. Porn, porn. Where was going with porn? representation representation wording in big tits it's so many big fake tits it drives me crazy and I'm like I'm nothing I have nothing wrong or nothing against like any type of surgery any type of plastic surgery but I just like yeah I just want to see them move a little bit, you know? I want to see them shake. I
0: want them a little, <laughs> some, like... Some
1: natties, some naturals. <laughs> oh, my God. When I find, like, some saggy boobs too, like, a 30-year-old saggy boobs, I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh-huh, it's real. What's, like, um, what's your go-to right now? So, like, search. We'll say search. Like, what's your, your search words right now? Search words?
0: Um the search words are just like strap on Mm -hmm. um and specifically in in reddit i know you mentioned paywalls but like to find some um you know not male gay stuff uh is 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 in reddit and i'm sure you you know that but um, i don't think i knew actually oh
1: no that's good to know. Reddit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I always feel like I'm a little behind on the porn. Like I remember in college, I don't remember what the site was called, but it had no video, it had no pictures. It had a description and a link. And that is what I would use. And I was totally addicted to masturbating in college too, and a little bit of high school. I would like lock my roommate out and she'd be like, What are you doing? And I'd be like, Oh no, I was sleeping. So sorry. But I'd just be like on my computer. Like this, I was on my computer, I did not have an iPhone, was just like, okay, uh, sucking tits, click, like, okay, like, uh, big dick, is this enough? Um, And like, I don't know about you, but it has to, the vibe has to hit right. Like, it's not just like a sex act. Like, it has to be right for that moment for me to get me off. Mm -hmm, So I'd go mm -hmm. through all these links and be like, nope, nope, nope. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, man. Um
1: <laughs> Reddit, Reddit, I'll get it, I'll get it just Reddit sponsor this pod. <laughs> sponsor this pod. Uh you can get free porn from Reddit. Come. I don't know. hmm Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, oh. pay pay for the good shit. I, I don't pay for the good shit. I should. I should.
1: I know. And like I feel like everyone says that. I don't know anyone that's paying for the good shit. Um, and they should, and I should. I need to just start paying, even if I'm not watching it. I feel like I should just start paying. Yeah. 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 I don't know if uh, this was someone's joke. Uh, I told it on the um, podcast too, but uh, she was talking about how like, I think it was Pornhub got rid of all porn that they could not confirm was consensual. And she was like, yeah, that's great. Good for you, Pornhub. And then she got on the next day and all her favorite porn was gone. And (laughs) same thing happened to me. There's still one. There's still one. It was a gangbang. But they interviewed her in the beginning. Like if I'm watching a gangbang, like I have just the interview before where she's like, yep, I want like three dicks in me at once, uh, in one hole, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like erased off the internet. And I was like, oh my God, was that not consensual? No, 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 no. How do they vet? How did they go back in time and be like, yeah, this one was consensual? This one wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. She was like younger. Like the whole thing was like, it was her like quote unquote 18th birthday, which I assumed like if she was older. Okay. Uh, I hope. I feel like I'm like, everyone's gonna be like, wow, you're disgusting, Nally. That's how how dare <laughs> no, you. No, it was no. in the title. Um, I don't know. I don't know, what, like the parameters were or like what the filters were to be like, okay, okay, not okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever um ever seen Belicia? I think it's Belicia films. It's like porn. It's still very, it still kind of feels male gazy, but it's like porn by women. So it has like story, actual Mm storylines. But it does feel like a very hetero. I think there's a few like queer storylines, but it is very like, oh, roommate and girl finally fuck, like, and things like that. But honestly, it was good. You can pay Mm -hmm. for it, but you can find it for free on Pornhub too.
0: Mm -hmm. I I don't think I've seen them,
1: Um, but I'll check it out. Yeah. That's the next Drake. Once they get rid of, like, the actors and everyone on porn strike, I think in a heartbeat, everything will
0: change. 100%.
1: Yeah. Well, on that note. (laughs) On that (laughs) note, uh, don't cross pickets. Don't cross the picket line. I love it. Thank you guys so much again for listening rating liking subscribing that someone just honked a horn i don't know if i talked over it or if you heard it i'll see you in two weeks remember rate like subscribe all the things awkward sex in the city um find us in your city find us online and i guess online like the podcast um find us irl and we'll see you soon bye